0: Support for KQED podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app, Star One Credit Union in your best interest.
1: From KQED What happened at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday was sad. It was really frustrating to watch. It was embarrassing. It was. It was violent. And while President Trump was the main person who incited this attempted coup by claiming the election was stolen, Republicans who represent parts of California also played a role in enabling him, in both big and small ways.
2: In either case, you can place some responsibility at the foot of these leaders for either enabling or ignoring the type of behavior that led to the horrific events in the Capitol.
1: On Wednesday, seven House Republicans from California voted to overturn the democratic process, even after the attack on the Capitol. So today we're gonna to talk about the California Republicans in Congress who have supported President Trump's attacks on our democracy, or just try to ignore them. I'm Devin Katayama, welcome to The Bay.
0: Support for KQED podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest.
2: The divisions, the hate, and really the troubling extremism that we saw play out, it exists in California. It has deep roots here.
1: Marisa Lagos is a politics correspondent for KQED and the co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast.
2: Some of the organizers of things going back to Charlottesville are from California, and and I think we need to be very aware of that uh, because at the end of the day, Trump is going to leave office, but those factions of the right are not going anywhere.
1: I think it's really easy for a lot of people to say, well, this happened at the US Capitol doesn't really represent California we're a blue state. So what role do you do you think that California lawmakers played?
2: Republican lawmakers in California have either supported President Trump throughout his four years in office and really enabled him, or have largely stayed silent. And so I think that in either case, you can place some responsibility at the foot of these leaders um, for either enabling or ignoring the type of behavior that led to the horrific events in the Capitol on Wednesday.
1: And why is that important to look at California lawmakers when it comes to accountability?
2: these are our leaders. We elect them to be leaders. Um, you know, I know that we live in a nation where party politics rules. But at the end of the day, whether you're a Republican or Democrat or independent shouldn't matter when it comes to protecting our democracy, upholding its principles. Um, in particular, we talk about the fundamental of free and fair elections, which just underpins everything we do. I mean, I I think other than the First Amendment, I can't think of a more um, important part of it, whether it's somebody like House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy standing by the president or it's people like Devin Nunes who are defending him on Fox News. It it all kind of adds up to the mess we really saw play out in the Capitol. When you combine the support or just the kind of sweeping under the rug of some of these actions, um, you end up really fueling the fire because so much of what drove so many of these people to come to Washington and to perpetrate this assault, you know, it really is, is tied to the conspiracy theories that are online. The lies that the president tells about the election, about Democrats, about their motives. You can't just sit by the sidelines and be an observer, particularly when you see someone like Shannon Grove, the Senate Republican leader, tweeting that Antifa is responsible, not right wing extremist um, for this assault on the Capitol. And then, you know, kind of erasing it and saying, oh, it wasn't complete. I mean, come on, like you are fueling the fire.
1: So what were congressional Republicans from California saying in the lead up to the vote to certify the results on Wednesday?
2: Again, we've seen a real kind of mix of responses. Um, You have had Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader, just really stand with Trump. Uh, You did see Tom McClintock, very conservative member from the greater Sacramento area, speak out against it. He was the only GOP member in the California delegation to actually vote against overturning the Arizona results. The thing that I've seen as a member of the media most over the past four years is often just ducking the question.
1: Ducking the question has kind of been like, a thing that politicians have done in the past but what you're saying is in, in this moment ducking the question and and not saying either how you feel or, or what you stand for is actually harmful and actually has led also to what happened on Wednesday
2: yeah silence is complicity like when you have a president who is just blowing up the norms of our nation the democratic constitutional norms when you have somebody you know, who is questioning the vote we all took as members of this democracy. Um, You know, I just don't think you get credit because in the final hours of his presidency, you broke with him, or especially when you've stayed silent this whole time. There's so much fear among the Republican establishment about alienating Trump's base that it seemed like they were willing to just kind of roll over. And I think that that's true for many Republicans in California as well.
1: Well, let's talk about uh, California's Republican um, delegates in Congress. How did members of California's Republican congressional delegation vote on overturning the results of the election on Wednesday?
2: So seven members of the delegation did a vote to overturn Arizona's electoral slate. Ken Calvert, Mike Garcia, Daryl Issa, Doug LaMalfa, Kevin McCarthy, Devin Nunes, and Jay J.O. Bernalty. Uh, Tom McClintock is the only California Republican uh, who voted no
1: to to kind of think about what this means to to voters if you care about what happened this week you should care about how the people you elected or that are that represent you in California responded in this moment and and the moments that led up to it essentially
2: I think that if you're looking at our democracy and you're horrified by what you saw unfold this week, if you are frustrated um, even before this by the way that this president has comported himself, and if you're looking at what's happening in California right now, I mean, let's be clear, the state GOP um, and, and others within it, many of them are towing this crazy conspiracy line, either claiming that Antifa was part of, you know, infiltrated these patriots and is responsible for the violence, or kind of a step down from that where we see this kind of whataboutism. Well, yeah, that was terrible that, you know, basically a coup was attempted on the government. But what about the Black Lives Matter activists who destroyed property this summer or were violent? Even that to me speaks to this kind of fear of the base and this willingness to kind of go along with a, a narrative that is convenient for them, essentially, politically, because you, you're trying to have it both ways when you do that whataboutism.
1: Well, I know on Wednesday it was a, it was a line. It felt like a line for a lot of Republicans. What have California Republicans said in response to the attack that happened on Wednesday?
2: I would say broadly, we've seen condemnation of what happened at the Capitol. We have seen a lot of gratitude to Capitol Police for keeping the Congress safe. They often have avoided talking directly about this question of whether you know Trump or his actions were responsible for it. Um, so I I think it it was it was a denouncement of the rioters, but not and in and, and their actions, but not necessarily of the president. Right, himself. right.
1: Not the accountability piece, which I think a lot of I mean, a lot of people are just frustrated by. Like it doesn't it's not hard to draw the line between what somebody in a position like the president, U.S. president says directly says telling people to march to a specific spot. To have their voices heard, or even more, and 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 the actions that actually happened. Like I think that's that's the piece that we're missing here. And in in a way, the silence has just transferred to condemning violence right. as like the the new line.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too on point here, but but the, the, these are pretty mouth statements. I mean, like we're talking about things like. The behavior of these, quote, protesters is absolutely abhorrent. It's un-American. We're better than this. Um, OK, but like, <laughs> that, you know, that is not a full condemnation of the sort of kaleidoscope that we saw unfold, starting with Trump t- and, and his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, speaking to this crowd and encouraging them to march on the Capitol. Um, you know, the the statement, I've seen nothing from any of these representatives talking about what Trump did say when he told the the crowd that he loves them um, and, and rioters, but to please go home. I mean, it is, I think, the ultimate in political trying to kind of have your cake and eat it, too.
1: California, sure, it's a blue state largely run by Democrats. There is a significant number of people here who supported or at least enabled basically an attempted coup. So what might accountability look like here in California?
2: I mean, it's going to have to happen at the ballot box. Members of Congress get elected every two years. Uh, I think if people are dismayed and angered and outraged at what happened, they should start working to run somebody against these folks. And, you know, it does not that doesn't have to mean a Democrat, right? If you're a Republican and you are angry, run against one of these people. I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science. They are our democratically elected officials. And if they are not doing their job to their constituents, uh, satisfaction, they can be removed from office pretty easily. It's a pretty short cycle.
1: Marisa, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me, Devin.
1: We have a lot more on what's been happening this week at the Capitol and how Bay Area lawmakers have responded. Head on over to kqed.org and check it out to get the latest news there. Thanks to Marisa Lagos, politics correspondent for KQED. She's also the co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast. This episode of The Bay was produced by Erica cruz Guevara, Keanu Mogadam, myself, and our editor, Alan Montesilio. Our podcast leadership crew is Jessica Plachek, Erica Aguilar, Vinny Tong, Ethan tovin Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. We're made by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us. Talk to you next time.